Good morning. It's June 6th. Yesterday was June 5th. I forgot to say that in the podcast intro, so I'm just correcting the record. It's overcast in New York this morning, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Someone has destroyed the Kakova Dam in Ukraine, a giant hydroelectric plant that also provides the cooling water for Europe's largest nuclear power plant. The dam itself was under Russian control, but the areas where the floodwaters are bearing down on thousands of people are under Ukrainian control. So both sides have a framework under which to accuse the other of being responsible for blowing up the dam, and both are doing that. In other news about the atrocities of imperial warfare, Henry Kissinger continued celebrating his 100th birthday with an event at the New York Public Library, closed to the press. Jonathan Geyer of Vox staked it out and tweeted about the guest list, which included current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Larry Summers, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, Michael Bloomberg, and my personal favorite, Samantha Power, who made herself famous by writing a book about how terrible it is that the people who perpetrate atrocities never face accountability. Congratulations to Samantha Power on her continued presence in the big leagues. Maybe they had nice centerpieces of flowers stuck in Cambodian skulls. Who can say? No one was allowed to see inside. Hundreds of journalists who are still working for the depleted newspapers of the National Gannett chain are off the job on strike for the second day today. NPR reports that, according to the president of the News Guild, corporate executives have eliminated 54% of the combined workforce of Gannett Company since it merged with Gatehouse Media four years ago to make a newspaper behemoth. Financing for the merger loaded up the new Gannett Company with debt that led to hundreds of millions of dollars in cuts. The company, NPR reports, paid its chief executive, Mike Reed, $11 million over the past two years. Meanwhile, the story goes on to say, The Salinas Californian no longer has any locally-based reporters in a city of about 160,000. And the State Journal Register, despite serving the state capital of Illinois, is being led by the editor of a sister paper in Lakeland, Florida. The AP notes that the News Guild is also out on strike at Business Insider, with 250 unionized employees at Insider Incorporated, off the job indefinitely. The Writers Guild of America also remains out on strike, and the Screen Actors Guild voted to authorize a strike as they enter their negotiations on a new contract. 97.9% of the SAG members who voted supported the strike authorization. The Securities and Exchange Commission sued Coinbase, which Bloomberg describes as the largest U.S. crypto platform, for trading in unregistered securities. Yesterday, the SEC sued Binance, or is it Binance? Who knows? It all just exists on screens, which Bloomberg describes as the world's largest crypto platform, likewise for trading in unregistered securities and various other alleged rule violations. A little off-microphone Googling to try to figure out how to say the company's name just served to remind me that people don't even agree on whether they say finance or finance. So... House audio style for the podcast is going to be Binance until we're told otherwise. There's so much breaking news this morning. We haven't even glanced at the paper paper today. Uh, but the Inside of the Times has a page and a half worth of campaign trail news with updates from the presidential campaigns or proto-campaigns of Tim Scott, Mike Pence, Chris Christie, Cornell West, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and not Chris Sununu. New Hampshire's Republican governor says he won't run for president. Too bad he's going to be lonely because everybody else is. That's the news. Thank you for listening. 
Please subscribe to Indignity to support our work and keep us going. And we will talk again tomorrow.